Hello and welcome back to the Grip Tape Podcast, the only organization that allows youth to have the space and power to learn what they want, the funding to pursue their learning, and a champion to encourage them along the way. I'm your host, Alicia Janae, or AJ, y'all. I'm excited for every single podcast, and I'm excited for this one too. Today, we had the pleasure of interviewing or having a conversation with, as I like to say, Karimi Baranda. She is a 16-year-old junior um, in high school in Connecticut. She plans to be a RN or a physician assistant after high school. Um, But she did the learning challenge in the summer of 2019 because she wanted to make something that she'd been interested in making for about a year, but she didn't really have the resources to do it. From this challenge, she learned what it meant to express her creativity and she hopes to share it with everyone else in this episode. Um, When I say we talked about everything, I mean everything in this episode, we talked about how she got the inspiration for this learning challenge. She learned from uh, how to create her cases. She created these amazing cases. If you follow us on Instagram at Grip Tape Podcast, you can see behind the scenes of what she does. Um, She learned how to do this from YouTube University, (laughs) but by researching YouTube videos and learning from that. She practiced for a while and then she started to sell to her friends and she plans to um, maybe make this into a business, but she doesn't want it to take away from her creativity. Um, You'll know more what I mean by listening to the episode, but we talked about how important support is. um, And with Grip Tape, you get a challenger, a champion, partnered with you as a challenger and that's just that person in your corner that's pushing you and encouraging you along the way and sometimes if you're not a grip tape challenger just having those people in your corner that motivate you and that encourage you to do and follow your dreams we also talked about how important social media is and how she actually used that for her business and for her mom's business and we talked about entrepreneurship and things like that so um this podcast, we I, we went all over the place talking about everything, but she gave a lot of amazing tips on how to really grow a business um, and how to increase customers or clientele. If you have a storefront, if you have friends or family that have a storefront or just getting people to your website. I'm very excited. I think that this will be a great listen for my entrepreneurs or for my creatives. We really talked about both pieces to the puzzle. So be sure to follow us on Instagram so you can stay up to date for all of our new episodes at Grip Tape Podcast. Um, also, our other Instagram, the main Instagram, Grip Tape Org. Our learning challenge is currently closed, so be sure to follow us so that you can get updates on when it opens back up. But I think that is all of the updates and information I had to share with you. So yeah, let's get into it. How did you get this idea to actually start like doing the frosted cases like what led you to do this so for about a year before I had a friend who was like obsessed with this case, these cases she had like 10 cases and she would always show them off on like her lives or whatever so I started following the accounts that she followed which were the people that made these cases and they would post like um like speed videos of them doing it and stuff like that and I was like wow that's really cool I would like to do that myself but um I obviously didn't, like, ever look into the cost and stuff. Mm-hmm. So when I heard about the, ch- the challenge, I was like, oh, that's a really good idea. I get to express myself creatively, and I get to do something new. 
That's really dope. I think that that's so important to like, see, it kind of empowers you when you see somebody doing something, you're like, oh, I can do that too. Like it really does give your confidence a boost because sometimes people just overanalyze things and then they stop themselves from actually doing things that interest them. So I really think that's amazing that you just took charge of your own learning as Gert Tate would say, and you just went for it and you did it. So that's super dope. Congratulations to you on that. So was it hard? Like, the when you found out like the cost when it came to like doing this crafty was it like hard to get started like how did you how did you find the materials like how did you learn that type of thing once i had like the money i just searched up youtube videos i saw more than one maybe like three or five and i was just like analyzing because most of them put like the materials in the description or something so mm-hmm. I already had the descriptions and I was like, oh, this is what I need. And I just needed like silicone and stuff like that. So it wasn't super expensive, but that was the first time I looked into it. And yeah. Okay. So YouTube University is real. People don't believe mm-hmm. in that. You can find anything on YouTube, honestly. Um, so you just did the research. That's super dope. Um, so did you start like selling these after you made it? Well, I obviously practiced a little bit. Mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure I did it right so it didn't unstick and to make sure it had like um like the way to frost it right because I didn't want it to look sloppy or anything. Mm-hmm. And then I also had to buy the charms and stuff from like Etsy and stuff. So I I wanted to make sure it had like ideas in my mind so I can create the phone case because I just don't want to start off randomly and then, you know, it turns out looking like a mess. So at first I made them for myself really to see how it turned out and then later on once I had like I got the hang of it and they were looking nice I decided uh to try to sell them to just like my friends and stuff I, I didn't want to charge super expensive I just want to see if it could work and I did get like two to three friends that were like interested they're like oh that's really cool like can I have one so yeah so um did you like take that anywhere like I'm um, not take that anywhere like after you started selling to your friends, like, how did, um, did you expand? Like, did you expand your clientele to your customers or things like that? So at the time of the challenge, I was 15. So I wasn't allowed to really have a credit card. So I couldn't expand to um, websites like Etsy and stuff. So that's why I wanted to start off with my friend group. So later on when I turned 16 in three months, like when I did the challenge, um, I would be able to, you know, already have kind of a support system going on. So mm-hmm. then I'd be able to sell. But then I turned 16 and it was my junior year. So I was getting really busy. So currently now I'm thinking of starting it up again because I have been like, I'm, I'm able to do it, especially with the whole quarantine. So yeah. I think you should definitely do that. Um, I guess I have like more of a general question from your learning challenge. What would you say be, what would you say were like maybe the top three things that you learned from your learning challenge? So I learned that it was, it was, it's always nice to have a support system from my champion. I believe it was called, right? Mm -hmm. Um, My champion was so sweet. She was so supportive. I really appreciated her. And um, it just showed me that, you know, you, you always, it's always great to have someone by your side. You don't always have to start off by yourself. It could be like your mom or your sister or something like that. It could be like anyone. Um, the second one would be um, basically how to create a business if you really wanted to. Um, when I was thinking of expanding to other websites, I had a 
look at the costs of how much they would take, like let's say if you were to sell a case and stuff like that, which is pretty necessary, especially if you want to start any business. Um, the third thing would be probably um, how important social media is. Mm-hmm. I created an account I had to use. I had to find and look for so much hashtags that would get that would get people to engage with the post. And that helps me out with um, other things as well. Like if I want to promote, my mom has a business. So if I want to promote my mom's business, I know what to use. Like I know how to use hashtags and stuff like that. So, okay. That is a really good point. Um, Like the support system, just having anyone in your corner. I think that from an entrepreneur perspective, because I am an entrepreneur, when people like don't like I don't come from a family of entrepreneurs so I don't have those resources but like when you have someone that really supports your dreams like it really does empower you and I think people don't realize that like um sometimes you have friends that aren't like trying to start a business so they don't really get it and they're just like you know how what do you mean you're busy like you're just doing what you do like they don't get it so those support systems have been so important so I'm so glad you mentioned that but you also mentioned that your mom is an entrepreneur like Can you tell us a little bit about mom and what she does and maybe how that inspired you? So she started that business in March of this year. And basically it's like selling nutritious shakes, juices, teas and stuff. She's been doing the business for a while now, but this was the, she's starting, it was like her opening her own. She wasn't a part of anybody else's business. Mm, So it's like kind of starting from scratch to get a new client, like new clients. Although she really had like a group of friends, she wanted new people, you know, from the area. So we're trying to use social media to our advantage, but it can be difficult. Yeah. What have you learned throughout this process of, or have you learned anything throughout the process of like trying to use social media to grow your business? I learned that it's, you shouldn't be afraid to kind of reach out to people around the area um uh, can, that can be like weird but like people people that people that you know you can like talk to people that you know from around the area your friends friends um because I like and my business my mom's business isn't like a virtual business so it's probably different but um um the other day I was messaging people from around the area of her business and I was like hey my mom opened this business she like you know it's really good like I showed them pictures that like linked them to my Yelp and I did get her like mm. four new business four new um, customers sorry to like come to her business and she was like oh that's really amazing you should keep doing that like that I love how you did that for me and I like I love that feeling of helping her so I might start doing that more the, oh yeah like, okay first of all you need to tell me all the details how did you do this <laughs> reaching out like I need to know that whole process so my mom's business is in a ta- town. So you know how on Instagram you can link like your location. Mm-hmm. So I just searched up the town and the location on Instagram. So then I started seeing people's like posts. It's kind of weird, but I started seeing like people's posts and I was like, oh, the people are from around the area. Let me message them to try to right. get them to engage with the Instagram. At least you don't have to go but it's, like engage with the Instagram and then maybe you'll try to come. Okay. So, yeah. I, I so, only did like four for the first time because I was kind of nervous. I didn't want to look weird, right. but it did work. So I will definitely try to do that again. Well, I have heard people do that, but like, I, I really didn't understand the process. So like, like what, I don't even know. Like, how do you start that conversation? Like, what do you, what are you saying, I guess, to them? So I try to, I don't want to sound like a robot. So I try to 
talk to them like as if they're my friends or I'm like oh hey like your post like your memes are really funny or hey like you're beautiful like hi I just want to talk to you like you're a person so it feels more personal Mm. you know I don't want to sound like one of those Instagram robots trying to give you a $500 visa card like I just want to talk to you and just tell you some information I don't want to overload you with like three paragraphs of how you should come to the company because I'm that makes them lose interest you know mm-hmm. so I just give them like a little gist I'm like oh if you don't want to come that's all right like I don't want to pressure them into trying to come either and it worked so yeah so um because one I'm thinking that you definitely I'm I'm a freshman in college right now and I'm a marketing major so like you have potential to be a marketing major or to go into marketing because you're just making it seem so easy. So like, I'm just trying to figure out what I need to know so I can do it too. But, um, so you, you have mentioned that you shared like her Yelp page too. I would, if they seemed interested, I would link it because on Yelp, you have the option of, I forgot what it's called. I think it's called a check-in. So let's say they come to your business and they check in on the Yelp app. It, mm-hmm. My mom can offer them like a free tea or like a free protein bar once they do that. So that kind of encourages people to come and like, oh, if I come, I get this free thing. Because people like free stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So wait, wait, your mom has a storefront. Like it's an actual like building yeah. shop. Okay, got you. Okay, I was thinking like it was online. Okay, that makes more sense. Oh, okay. That explains why you was trying to get people in the hometown. Mm-hmm. Everything connects now. I was missing. I was missing the piece. That's so dope. Like, um, when it comes to social media, like one, there's just so many, mm, like hidden rules to social media. So it's like a whole new class that you have to learn and understand how to use and use effectively. And then there's, there's just like, what am I trying to say? I'm losing my words. Like when you understand social media, you really are kind of like you kind of like you got secret powers because if you can use social media the right way and you can get more customers then that's really genius but um when it comes to people and businesses it's you have to figure out how to your social media voice um is what some people refer to it as like how do you want to present yourself to your followers how do you want to connect with your audience how do you get them in and you have really done that without even like you probably weren't even thinking much of it. You were just like, okay, let me just test this out. And it worked so good. So that's really like, that's so dope. Like now I have to, I'm gonna have to figure that out. I mean, I don't have a storefront business, but that is a really good idea. So if any of you are listening and you work at a storefront, because even if maybe you work for a small business, um, if your employer sees that you're bringing them new customers you're getting a raise you're getting a new position i'm just letting you know so there are some tips if you want your business to get on and popping you need to make sure you send them the yelp reviews but especially as a young person Mm -hmm. because my mom's older so she doesn't understand why some some what's called stores like hers get so much more attention and you look through the instagram pages and you could definitely see a difference like they use filters, they try to make their, their drinks look so cool. And she hasn't really learned that yet. So that's why I was trying out the messaging tactic. Cause I'm like, okay, if this isn't working, let me try getting to know customers on a, you know, a nice level so I can get them to come. But, that's yeah. actually like, like I said, like you have a superpower because <laughs> that is actually like a business. There's people that their main job is to help bring new customers to smaller shops. So look, this could be your summer job. You can do 
you're all from, you know, at home from your phone, just bringing that company new customers. And actually, I think I've seen maybe an Instagram post or like a Twitter post about it before. But if you go to the small businesses, so this is like an idea for you and your hometown and anybody listening. But if you go to those small businesses and you're like, hey, one, if they don't have an Instagram, this is perfect if you're in a small town, like you are in a gold mine right now. But if they don't have an Instagram, boom, you can make their Instagram. You can um, just request a fee for managing their Instagram. Or you can just say, hey, like I can partner with you to help you get more customers by using social media marketing. So this is an idea for you. Like you do that same process that you're doing for your mom's business for other local businesses. And then you kind of charge, I don't know, monthly fee or weekly fee or just a flat rate fee for so many customers um then you have a business right there i have a friend that does it here now i'm from a kind of a it's like a medium-sized city so um it's a little bit different but if you can find those small um they call them like mom and pop shop businesses that you can market for that my friend she's making so much money by doing that so much money so i look i'm giving you the idea take it and run with it and secure the bag as i like to say but no, that's so like I don't even know if you realize how much of a gold mine you have right there just by doing that. And you did it without trying, you learned on your own. And I think that's really great that you were able to like kind of practice in a way with your mom's business. So it really gives you the expertise because if you keep doing this with your mom's business, then you'll kind of learn the new tricks and tips that you can actually apply to other people's businesses. You really have to learn, know how to use the app as well, because I, I don't, I don't use Facebook, so I don't know how to use it. Right. And right. my mom does. So she said, but I think on Friday that she got like two new customers off of Facebook. So I was like, oh, that's good for you because I don't know how to use Facebook, but you're still getting yeah. people from Facebook and I'm getting people from Instagram. So it's kind of like a team, but yeah. You said that you went on YouTube to learn more about the frosted cases. Um, there's so many videos on YouTube on how to get customers from Facebook, how to use Facebook. So, I mean, if you, you know, maybe your mom doesn't have all the time and you have more time on your hands, then if you taking the time to research and you guys really like partner up your two brains, it's way better than one, then she could be booked and busy for the rest of 2020. Um, so some other things that I wanted to ask you about is, do you have like plans for, I don't know, for the future for like taking this business to the next level or just future plans of other businesses i don't know um i've taken a break from the phone case thing like as i said before because i've been busy with schoolwork. Mm -hmm. but i just i just want to try again because i even told my dad i was like can you buy me more silicone because i get inspired i definitely am a creative person i love writing i love painting and stuff like that and decoding was a pretty cool way to express myself it was different it was new even though I'm not a pro, but I just kind of want to do it for myself. I don't really care about selling. Mm -hmm. But if I do become good at it, better at it, like I get more creative with the with the process, I'll definitely consider selling it. But that's that, that's not my my main focus. I just kind of want to express myself because I feel like when you do it without forcing yourself and when it comes to you, it's there's definitely more success with whatever you're making. I agree with that. Like using it as a, like a therapy rather than as a way to make money, you just, you really dive into your creative juices a lot better. Like you go into your zone, as people say, like, 
my little sister she does painting and when she's like in her zone like she creates the best stuff but when you're like forcing yourself to do it for someone else it kind of just tones it down and it's not the same I feel like it's the same thing with youtubers because sometimes they're like oh I need a break because I can't create these videos or the same thing with the writer writer like on things online like Wattpad or something like that when they write their book and then they have to take breaks so they're like oh I can't write and I'd rather them take a break than just writing like like nonsense right Mm, so mm -hmm. that's a really good point (laughs) I just want to highlight that like creative breaks are important because sometimes we do get in funks and what do they call it writer's block writer's Mm -hmm. block it's real um and when you get back into your zone of creativity it's so much better than if you're forcing yourself to do it um so I highly recommend taking those moments to like give your brain a break and like figure it out because when you're forcing yourself to create products it's never going to be as good as if it's just flowing naturally I feel like that's how you either learn to love what you do or unlove the things that you do because like if you're forcing yourself like constantly you're just gonna find whatever you're doing tiring like you're not gonna want to do it anymore but if you truly take the breaks you know take care of yourself then you're really gonna love what you're doing yeah and um this kind of goes into the the talk about like um people with nine to fives versus entrepreneurship for the future like everyone's like forget nine to fives focus on entrepreneurship but when you're an entrepreneur most of the time your business will start from something that you just did creatively in your free time and people kind of said that you're really great at it and you should start selling it and you hear it enough and then you're like okay maybe i should start selling it um but then they're like, don't do nine to five. But sometimes that nine to five job, regular jobs give you that break that you need so that your creative juices continue to flow. Mm-hmm. So that's a whole different topic, whole, whole nother mm-hmm. conversation. But um, yeah, I think that was very important to hit on that. How important just um, those creative talks and those creative breaks are because there's so many ways to express yourself and be creative you just kind of have to find your thing and I think that's especially important now like dealing with the pandemic a lot of people were kind of like refining themselves and finding things that they liked and enjoyed um did you find anything during this time that you realized that you really liked and enjoyed um well, now, now, because, you know, with the protests and stuff happening, I've been feeling unmotivated to do even my schoolwork and stuff like that, because it's just so draining. I just want to spread awareness. Mm-hmm. But bef- before all that escalated, I, I did find an interest in reading, because I found that I stopped reading for a point because I'd be like so exhausted from school, and then I have like after school stuff. But um, reading just really allows me to get inspired to write. I find it, it like helps me write essays better and stuff like that. Oh, and yeah. I just, I just, I feel like in that time period when I was exhausted from stuff, I didn't, I, I kind of lost like my imagination. Like I wouldn't have such like cool dreams and stuff. And now I just do. And I just love having those dreams. It's like, I don't, I don't really have nightmares, but I feel like those dreams are amazing. They make me feel better when I wake up. And it just like makes me feel better to do things creatively. Like these books, um, they have so much detail, so much things that are inspiring. Like I just want to write. I want to like um, paint. I mean, it's amazing. And yeah. I'm so, like, I feel I feel, I feel sad that I even stopped because um, it is motivating. 
to and even in your schoolwork like I said like help me write my essays <laughs> yeah I just recorded um an episode earlier today about kind of like protests and things like that because we have some pretty large ones here in Louisville um and it, it does kind of make you take a pause because it's just like I don't want to do anything like I have summer mm-hmm. classes and I'm like I don't even want to do this <laughs> this is not what I'm focused it doesn't on. even feel important anymore at all it's just like there's so much stuff happening in my neighborhood and in my community how do you expect me to focus to get this assignment done um I wish they would give us like a mental a mental break like we had the pandemic break and I have just like a, a mental pause or something but you also touched on reading that is something I got more into during corona COVID-19 um finding books and I just I finished this book called The Rosie Project amazing book what has been like your number one book that you are your favorite book that you read <laughs> as um where does it sound I just finished up a, a psychological thriller and I just love those books because of the suspense and um the last book I read was called Dear Wife by uh, Kimberly Bell and um it was so interesting because I love the detail that these authors put into it because they do kind of have to have to put their minds in the minds of a detective or like, cause they plan it out so beautifully. And I just admire that so much. And it was such an interesting read. I, the ending, like you can't predict the ending. It was just amazing. Those are the best books. Like you don't know how it's going to go. You just got to keep reading the page turners. Like you have to, it forces you, it kind of makes you feel like you rush to read the book because you're like, okay, I need to know what's going to happen. I have to figure it out. And that's another reason why I like Wattpad because it's kind of mm-hmm. like suspense, especially when they take breaks in between the chapters, you like waiting, like what's, what's <laughs> happening in the next chapter and you're just trying to figure it out. So yeah. The funny part is that I lost the book for like three months. I couldn't find it. (laughs) And then I found it and I finished it in like three days because I was so excited. (laughs) Wow. So what was it called again? It's called Dear Wife. Dear Wife. Okay. I I don't know. I'll put that on my my to-read list. I don't know. I don't like scary movies, but I I can read a scary book. I don't know why. That 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 doesn't make sense. They're so like I feel like they're dramatic, but I love books and I love like TV shows Mm -hmm. like that. But just I feel like horror movies are just like they're not they're not for me. Yeah, I can't. (laughs) You cannot force me. Like there's nothing you can say that can make me be like, yeah, let's watch a scary movie. No, thank you. Um, you have a good day. (laughs) I'm not doing it. Um, yeah. So maybe we need to start like a podcast book list because. There are so many dope books out in the world that people just need to know about. And there's some people that hate reading, but I think it's just finding the right book for you. Like, mm-hmm. once you find the right book, then it's kind of like, okay, let me find some more books like this. I just think, I don't believe in no one liking reading. I just think you haven't found the right book for you. Especially, and our tastes, our tastes change because I remember when I was, like, in middle school, I had, like, a romantic thing. I love romance books and stuff like that. Mm. And then, it was, like, my freshman or sophomore year. I was like, I'm going to read a romantic book again and I got it and I was so bored and then I picked Aww. up a psychological thriller and I just loved it so you know you really do have to find the right book for you yeah that's true like I remember like maybe it was my junior year I was reading yes to all the boys I love before I read that series in like a week every single book I was just like I would go to the library I was checking out the next one and the next one and I was addicted to that <laughs> to that love story but now I don't think I've picked up a book like that since and that's so bizarre so I totally get what you're saying yeah very true um 
so we have talked about literally everything under the sun. We started one place <laughs> and then we ended on books. That's crazy. Um, I think that your story is so amazing. Like just finding new ways for creativity and just, uh, as you said, bringing your ideas to life. That's so important. It's when you can see something, imagine it and actually like make it happen. It gives you such a feel of satisfaction. And I love that. I love that. Um, I guess um, I, I want to know what was the hardest part of your challenge? Because a lot of people um, struggle with that and they don't know how to like get past it. But what was your hardest part and how did you overcome it? I would say it's like writer's block. Like there would be some days that I felt so inspired to create a case and then I'd stop for a week because I just didn't feel like it. Like there was nothing coming to my mind that was like, oh, I just want to make it. But then I'd watch a like a video or a movie or something. It could be anything. And I just get inspired again. But then sometimes that fades and it's hard to get back up from that. But I... I just recommend looking at maybe inspiring things. It doesn't have to be inspiring. Like I would see posts, Instagram posts as being like, oh, I did this today, you know, mm. or I created this or I, you know, I don't know. I'd read something. I'd watch a movie. It just makes me want to get up and do something. Mm. Yeah. So it wasn't like one source of inspiration. It could be anything that just kind of. For me, you. it could be anything. Like it could just be like a Twitter. It could be like a tweet. Be like, oh, I got up and I went for a run. Like, oh, that's amazing. Let me do that. I mean, not let me go for it. <laughs> let, me, let me create a case or something. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's you touched on all the best parts. Like, you can find inspiration anywhere. I think my number one way to like kind of like when I, I think that I get so like my brain gets too busy, like, there's too many ideas sometimes going. I have to go for a walk, I have to clear my head. And then you get like a new idea and you're like, this is what I needed. So, mm-hmm. your inspiration could be anywhere um sometimes people limit themselves like i only get inspired when i eat this or when i do this and inspiration is anywhere that you want it to be really mm-hmm. okay so share any final thoughts like i don't know maybe your biggest lesson that you learned mm, i find that a little push doesn't hurt especially because there's some people that are independent people and they might be re- reluctant or like they just don't want to they don't want anybody's support they, they can they feel like they can do it by themselves and I just recommend that like I said before a push from anybody it could be like your mother it could be your sister it could be like your friend down the street it, it helps it really does help in creating something or you just look at social media today you don't even have to go outside and then you can get inspired to just start something new there's YouTube that can teach you. There's just so many websites that can teach you to do something new. And um, I just really appreciate that in this modern day and age because social media can be like a curse, but it also can be like super informational and it's super helpful. You just have to learn how to use it. And it doesn't hurt to learn anything new because there's so many ways you can learn. So, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being on this show um on the show on the podcast I guess it's a podcast show um we this was a really great talk we got to talk about a lot of great things and I hope that all of our listeners really got some insight into her learning challenge what she learned and also about creative freedom creative blocks how to get over it getting inspiration we talked about a lot of different things so there's a lot of key points in this episode um so if you enjoyed it be sure to leave us a five-star rating only five stars okay 
If you don't like it, send us a DM and we can talk about why. <laughs> but um, leave us some five-star ratings and um, tell us your social media. We're going to leave it down in the description as well, but tell us how they can connect with you. Um, at Sprinkles on Instagram, but instead of K-L-E-S, it's S-P-R-I-N-K-U-L-E-S. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we'll leave that down there. Okay. 